a few weeks ago, five or six weeks ago, I don't know, it seemed time goes so quickly, Jockey and I led us to the table, and we came to the table this morning, and uh, for me, the centrality of the cross, the centrality of the simple gospel is what, in all my readings, in all the preachers that I've been listening to, it's been about the simple gospel, the good news. And so I'm a little bit stuck on this, and if you've been in small groups with me or Bible studies, that's where I'm at. And today again I'm here, and I'll probably be again there next week and maybe for a little bit longer. But I'm really wanting to have a look at, at, the, at the blood of Jesus and the power of the blood of Jesus. Andrew Murray said, Of all the glorious things that the blood means, this is one of the most glorious His blood is the sign, the measure, yes, even the impartation of His love. So the blood is a sign of the impartation of the love of Jesus. I don't know where you are in in Jesus and how long you've been walking with Him. It might be uh, a a very long time or it might be quite a short period. But if somebody asks you the question, does Jesus love you and why does Jesus love you, what is your answer? Or has the gospel, has the good news become something which, and even the breaking of trait of bread which we did today, the communion which we we celebrate today, has it become ho-hum? Just something nice, yes, it's it's good, uh, but it's maybe not quite as nice as my new car, prophetically speaking. And so we can take the love of God for granted if we can become mundane. And I'm asking Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit would, in each of our hearts, would burn it in our hearts, the great love that He has for us, and the extent to which He showed us how much He loves us. So the question, how do you know that God really loves you? And that answer is given from the Scriptures. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, and whoever believes in Him will not die but have everlasting life. Because of God's love for you, what did He do? He gave, and He keeps on giving to you and to me. And as we, as we receive His love, we are called to be conduits of that love. We are called to forgive. Mandy was holding all those balls at the end. Why? Because she wasn't, she wasn't forgiving. It's only when we forgive that we experience freedom, the real freedom of life. And the starting point of your, forgive, of your freedom is knowing, and my freedom is knowing that we are forgiven. And so, I can say today, based on Scripture, you can say today, based on Scripture, it has nothing to do with feelings. 
But you can say, I am loved by God because He gave His only begotten Son for me. When we look at this cross, we've got two crosses here, we need a third one. When we look at the cross, who would have dreamed a, a Roman cross? One of the worst, most fearsome devices of torture ever devised would become a symbol of the greatest love ever expressed. If you want to see the greatest expression of love, look at the cross. Because why? Because he came and he died for us while we were enemies. While we were at enmity with God, God died for us. He didn't wait for us to get our lives all together and all in a light, all in a, in, a, in a straight line and everything ticking all the boxes. He came and died for us while we were sinners, while we were lost in our sin, in our addictions, in our uh, pornography, in our you name it. You put a word in, you were lost. I was lost. And then Jesus came and, 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 uh, took me out of the miry clay and put me on the rock, put me on a solid rock. And I look at my own life and I look at my family life, I look at my brothers and I have a look, why did the Lord choose me? Why did He choose me? And Zelani and I were talking before, where would we be without the love of God? If God hadn't interrupted our lives, Zelani would have been dead, Probably. The rest of my, all my siblings died. All of Zelani's siblings died. But God, but God. And so the exciting good news for you and I today, and it's not just for today. It's for tomorrow when you wake up and you're going to Kersney, you're a teacher at Kersney, and you're going there and you're about to deliver a lesson. I want you to know I want you to go knowing, I am loved by God. I've been forgiven. I've been redeemed. I have a plan and God has a plan and purpose for me here to input into some young people's lives. Wherever it is, wherever you call to it, to your families, to, to, to whatever you, wherever you go, know that you are loved. We need to know that, that Jesus died for me. When we're talking about the blood of Jesus, we're talking about the literal Lamb of God. We're talking of the, the Lamb who had a body of flesh like us. God became, became human and dwelt amongst us. God became, uh, Jesus was fully, fully God and fully human. He became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And He shed His blood for you every last drop. This is amazing love. John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. He was talking about Jesus' destiny. Not a great destiny was to go and die on a cross. But look at the joy, because of the joy set before Him, look at all the people that come here and have said, I love Jesus. Who have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And so this is amazing love, the blood of Jesus. 
And we're going to have a look at it probably in the, in the weeks, ahead, weeks ahead. We'll go back into the Old Testament and we'll go through the shedding of blood throughout the Old Testament to, and to understand this more fully, to get a greater grasp of this. But the blood of Jesus cries out. You know, you remember who killed Cain, killed Abel, and the blood of Abel cried out for justice. Anywhere we see in the world, we see in our nation, we see murder and we see uh, blood being shed. The, 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 the blood cries out for justice. And God's sent His Son and spilt His blood. Walk in the reality of the blood of Jesus. I happen to listen to Mark Fisher, I happen to put a, a podcast out this, this, yesterday. And it was on applying the blood of Jesus to your life. I thought, well, I'm, at least I'm on the right track. We're on the right track. When God sees the blood, what does He see? He sees that, the, that and our lives are covered in the blood. He sees that we are, are His. We are righteous. Isn't that an amazing thought? Just think about it. What the scripture says about you and I is that we are righteous. And you come and you say, Oh, Alan, I know myself. I know uh, what I did this last week. But the blood of the Lamb declares that you are righteous. The blood of the, of the Lamb declares that you are holy. And as we walk in the joy of that and the forgiveness of that and the life of that, we will find that our lives will become much more holy and we will live more like Jesus as we realize the power of the blood. There's power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. We sing that old chorus somewhere along the line. Maybe I, I won't start it, but maybe somebody can start it for me just now. When the Father looks at you, what does He look through? He, what glasses does He put on? What glasses does he, What lenses does He put on? Well, He doesn't need lenses. He doesn't need glasses. But if He were, if, if it were, if, if, if He did need it, the lenses would be would be red. They'd be red with the blood of Jesus. And then when they when He saw, when He sees us, He'll see see us forgiven. Jesus, when he went up to heaven in the resurrection, the, the, the story of the gospel, the story of, of his death, his burial, and his resurrection is such an amazing story. And sometimes we, I, I think I'm even talking to myself here. Sometimes I think I just I go through the motions. But when you see what he went through, when you see all the, 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 the stuff that happened and the, and the, beating that he went through and the, and the cross and the, and the pain and the, and the separation from God and all that. Why did he do that? He did that because he loved us. And then just, you know, he, he, he's buried and he's, and he's uh, in, a, in a tomb. Well, that's the end, isn't it? That's it. It's finished. It's over. The disciples are, go, are scattering. This is it. But he rise, rises from the dead. 
and he rises from the dead and he goes and he gets, and he gets seated in, in, in heavenly places. When you breathe your last breath, when you breathe your last breath, this is what you're going to be thinking about. You're going to be thinking about Jesus. You're going to be thinking about an empty tomb, an empty grave. You're going to be so excited because you're going to go and be with Jesus. Today you will be with me in paradise. And it's all because of the blood of Jesus. Jesus ascended. Where did he send? He sent it to, to heaven. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. I love the fact that he's seated. What does that mean? You guys are seated here today. You're just relaxing. You're just actually listening. You're just having a look out. You, you know, you're not doing any work. There's, you're not expending any energy running around the stage. You're just relaxing and seated. Because why? Because it's, because, and that's where Jesus is because it's finished. And you and I are seated in him. We find our rest in him. So in heaven today, there is a glorified body. There's a supernatural body. There's a wounded body. There's a body called Jesus. Jesus is seated in heavenly places. Isn't that amazing? Doesn't that blow your mind? Doesn't that blow all the fuses in your brain? And you think, how can that be? But we just have to believe the scriptures. As the scriptures unfold and, unfold, and Jesus, I mean, he was on the road to Emmaus. And the disciples were like kind of... <laughs> Devastated. They were devastated because Jesus had been crucified. The Messiah had been crucified. And yet he walked with them and he opened the scriptures to them. And when they broke bread together, that's when their eyes were open and they saw who Jesus was. And you and I need to have that same experience. We need to experience Jesus we need to experience the blood. Because he took the blood to heaven with him. When he ascended, he entered the heavenly temple, the heavenly tabernacle, and carried his own blood. And what did he do? He poured it out on the mercy, street, mercy seat. He bled in the courtyard. He bled in Caiaphas' dungeon. He bled at Gethsemane. He bled when they put crowns of thorns on him. He bled when they pulled his beard. It's sore. Eh? He bled when they pierced his, his hands, his feet, his side. He bled at the whipping. He bled in many places. However, the blood of Jesus was never wasted. Somehow he collected all that and he offered his own blood before, the, before his father. Because he loves you. That is why he did it. What were the angels doing at this time? What were they thinking? Well, they, were, they didn't know. They didn't have an inside track into all the details of what was happening. And so they would have been amazed at, this, at, this, uh, at what was happening. The blood being shed. 
that you and I might have freedom. That you and I might be no longer slaves to fear, no longer slaves to sin, but we would be slaves to Jesus, slaves to a new righteousness. We have a new imputation of the righteousness of God on us. And here we have this beautiful group of people, the saints of God meeting here on the, I don't even know what date it is, it's the 1st of March. Uh, and and, and we, are, we, are, we are cleansed, we are washed. We have access, we have been redeemed. In Ephesians talks, we have redemption by His blood. You have been purchased. The perfect one for the imperfect. The spotless one for the spotted. The one who is white as snow for the ones who are crimson with sin. The foundation of our redemption, of being redeemed. And if you have a look in the, what redeemed means, it means uh, in the ESV study Bible notes it says, Redemption denotes ransoming someone from captivity or slavery. Are you captive or a slave to anything today other than Jesus? Jesus came to redeem you. The supreme example of this redemption, in actual fact, is in, the, is in Exodus, where God redeemed Israel from slavery in Egypt. Today, if we understand what the blood has done, we are free from sin, guilt, shame. We are free. As we understand, as, we, as our minds understand, the minds of our heart, not just intellectually, because I can understand this intellectually very easily, but when I understand it in my heart, when I really come to the end of myself and realize that God has actually redeemed me, I am forgiven, I am no longer a slave to sin, I am no longer in, in shame and guilt. That's what the blood has done. The blood has atoned us. The atoning sacrifice of the blood of Jesus. And because of that, because of that it says in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 19, that I might have boldness to enter the holiest of holies because of the blood of Jesus. When the high priest used to do this once a year, he used to go into the holy of holies he would have a, a rope tied around his ankle. He would have bells on his, on his cloak so that the people would hear that he was still alive. Because to enter the Holy of Holies in the presence of God and you had any sin in you, you would be, you would be uh, uh, charred. You would just become ashes. And so the, they, they, nobody would then want to go and get the body out. So what they did is they tied a, tied a rope and they keep listening and listening for the tinkle, 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 tinkle. Stop. Oh. Oh. Tinkle, 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 tinkle. And if it stopped forever, then they would, they, would actually, they would actually pull them out. So you and I, that's the old covenant. Let's have a look at the new covenant. The new, you and I can boldly, with confidence, walk into the throne room of God. 
because of what Jesus has done. We can walk in. We don't have to go groveling, woe is me. We can go with confidence because Jesus has done it for us. We can call him Abba Father, we can call him Dad. I'm not denying the, the holiness and the, also, and, the, and the fear of God, which is a, also a part of it, but there's a, a confidence and a boldness which you and I can go into and talk about our stuff. So there's redemption. There's communion. There's healing. There's protection. There's victory. All in the blood of Jesus. In nowhere else can we find this kind of power, the precious, but the precious blood of Jesus. The precious blood of Jesus means I can talk to Dad. Means I can come with all my issues and all my problems. Means I can worship Him with everything I've got because because He loves me, because He's died for me, all all the beautiful things that He's done for me. Because when he sees the blood, when he sees the blood over my life, over my home and my household, the angel of death has to pass over. I've been purchased, not with anything which is cheap, but which, which cost him his life. So, maybe we should all watch the crucifixion of Christ in the Mel Gibson's movie, The Passion. Because... That was a a graphic depiction of what happened to Jesus because he loved you and I. I mean, I know many people have not been able to look at that and to watch it. But Mel Gibson, when he got asked, why did he make it so graphic? Why did he make it so brutal? He said he actually downplayed the original text as you read it. He actually downplayed it. So I'm asking Holy Spirit to show you and I First and foremost, our own sin, how we've messed up, how we all have fallen short, and we, de- and, we, and, we, and we deserve the wrath of God. But then as we see that, and as we see that, and we see that we, co- we can't uh, communicate with Him, as we see that, we also see the cross. But I want to see the cross in a new light. I want to see the cross tomorrow and the next week and the next day in a new light. I want to see what it really cost Jesus. That the pain and anguish that he went through, the beating and the scourging and the nails and the pulling of the beard and all those things that happened. Those were all just the physical things, but the whole of, when the whole of, uh, uh, when, when, when God turned his, his back on, on Jesus because of, the, because of the sin and all the, the demonic activity and everything came against Jesus at that moment and, the, and, and Jesus just feeling so isolated and alone for the first time ever in creation because he had been with the Father from, from the beginning. He, we sang about it. He's the Alpha and the Meager, the beginning and the end. So, Lord Jesus, let's pray. I want to sing that one song, can I? Oh, the, the old one. I don't know. 
Lord Jesus, we thank you for your blood. We thank you, Lord, that we overcome by the blood of the land and the word of our testimony and not loving our lives unto death. We thank you for the blood which cleanses us, the blood which washes us, the blood which brings life to our mortal bodies. We thank you for the blood which means death no longer has the hold it used to have. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the power of the blood. I pray for each of us that we would apply the blood this week. We'd walk in the joy and the freedom of the blood. If there's anybody here today who has not ever given their their lives to Jesus, who says, I am a sinner, Alan. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want you just to raise your hands. I know most people here are probably saved. But if there's anybody here, today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. You might have given your life to Jesus. But if you're in a place where Today, the blood is spoken to you. I want you to stand and say, thank you, Jesus. Those who want to stand, just, just stand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the blood. Holy Spirit, morning is not an academic exercise not just a teaching but I'm asking Holy Spirit that you would show each of us that there's power, there's wonder working power in the blood of the Lamb wonder, wonder, wonder working power that as you apply it to whatever area of your life It's going to transform that. There's redemption, forgiveness, healing, protection, victory. Victory in the blood. Thank you, Jesus.